0: Love to you was never second best. How are you feeling about this one, John? Um, Yeah, no, this is definitely New Wave because it makes me feel like somebody
1: has is holding a wet blanket over top of me. That's how I explain true New Wave. It feels as if I'm... Like, not just a wet blanket on you to where it's uncomfortable. You're underneath it and someone has... Put it over you to the point to where you can't breathe. And it's just wet and miserable and you're also struggling to breathe. So this is
0: right in the sweet spot, I think. Man, we could not have different reactions because this song just really lifts me up. Like it's it's you know
1: when they did wasn't a the thing they did to Navy SEALs where they put them in a box and they make them listen to some weird like bing bong bing, bing. Like weird noises Yeah It would be this Like this is And I mean this with all respect Like this That would be it Like it's if Five minutes of this Is near torture Because it doesn't just hurt me In my ears It actually cuts through To who I am as a person And dulls my inner soul And I don't mean to You know Be hyperbolic But yeah, that's vivid.
0: It's just sad You've seen the difference, and it's getting better all the time. What is melting with someone? Like I melt melting with I you. To. I'll stop the world, and I'll melt with you. What does that mean? Stop uh-huh. I'll stop the world, I melt with you. Sounds sad. I think we're just going to melt into nothing. Together. The future's open wide. The future's open wide. John's Joints, where John reads news stories. I play lullaby versions of popular songs underneath them. We all learn a thing or two. We'll give away our $50 PDQ gift card during John's Joints today. All you have to do, old school, identify the three songs that I'll play underneath John's Joints and answer a question about John's Joints after John's Joints are all burnt up. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you how to take care of that undercarriage. He's John Senning.
1: working with my friends over at Chassis, Sometime this summer, we want to actually try and uh, put forth the, uh, the agenda of a uh, chafing awareness month. I think maybe July or August fits because that's when the most chafing takes place. So uh, Just keep that in mind for the future because it is important um, to notice chafing. Understand that it does exist and it can ruin your day, if not more than that. And The answer is Chassis Man care for down there. They have an entire line of products that will make sure You never chafe again, whether you like the super tingly ice max powder, or you go for the traditional premium powder, they've got it all. You can even get the shower primer. If you really think about it, gentlemen, our area between our legs, does that not deserve its own soap, its own cleansing agent? It absolutely does. And that's why the shower primer is perfect. And for those extreme chafing scenarios, the restoration cream is what you need stock up on all of their products at chassis for men. Dot com. So before we go forth, uh, I know we both been meaning to mention this more. Uh, we've got a lot of great stuff on the app and at theboneonline.com. dot uh, com. Every single day, you are getting the Drew Garabo live feature cut of the day, which is our one of our favorites, you know, segments of the show. You are getting it's okay, it's not okay on the Drew Garabo live on demand tab, and also John's joints every day on the Drew Garabo live on demand tab. So you've got the featured cut and the on demand. Where we're putting out lots of content every single day. So find it. Listen to it. If you miss something from the show, you can catch it there. And thank you for that. Absolutely. Uh, so, Joe Biden spoke a short time ago, and one of the first things he kind of started touching on was was the pipeline stuff. And what do we think is going on with the pipeline? We're going to dig in at five o'clock uh, during "It's Okay, It's Not Okay" on whether or not the act of paying the ransom is right. Uh, but here is some of what Joe Biden said in regards to whether or not the Russian government could be involved in the hack on the pipeline.
2: We do not believe, I emphasize, we do not believe the Russian government was involved in this attack, but we do have strong reason to believe that the criminals who did the attack are living in Russia. That's where it came from, we're from Russia. We have been in direct communications with Moscow about the imperative for responsible countries to take decisive action against these ransomware networks. We're also going to pursue a measure to disrupt their ability to operate, and our Justice Department has launched a new task force dedicated to prosecuting ransomware hackers to the full extent of the law.
1: So so at five, we're going to pretty much pose the question, is it okay or not okay to pay off these these ransomware hackers? And and I would love to know, you know, where does the government stand on this? Because it is being reported that they were paid off. Where does the government stand on it? Where does Joe stand on it? Well, he was asked. Also very much.
2: Mr. President, were you briefed on
1: the fact that the company did
0: pay the ransom? I have no comment on that. Thank
1: you. Thank
0: you. No comment.
1: So make of that what you may. I, I don't know what to make of, of him not will it be you know speaking out on that. Mm. I mean, to me, it feels like it feels like he wouldn't be a supporter of it. That's what it. That's just what it feels like. Uh, by the way he responded to that, that maybe he's pissed off that this company made the decision on their own to to pay them five million dollars. But yeah. like I said, we'll dig into that a little bit more during. It's okay. It's not okay at five o'clock. Great. The NFL released its full 272-game regular season schedule for 2021 last night, and the highlights for Tampa Bay include five, yes, I said five, that's the limit, nationally televised evening games matching last year for the most the franchise has ever played in a single season. The defending Super Bowl champs will also play the first game of the NFL season and will be featured in prime time in three of the first six Weeks the Buccaneers have have been scheduled for the maximum number of national tele, nationally televised primetime games again, just as they were, and it seems to all be the Tom Brady effect. If you yeah. didn't know, Brady led the Bucks last year to the Super Bowl, and um, they will get national highlights against Dallas, New England, Philadelphia, the Giants, and New Orleans. As I look through the uh, lineup, the other matchups that kind of interest me, uh, a lot of 4 o'clock games, by the way. Yeah. Which everybody loves the, the night matchups, and they kind of have the off the factor, but there's something cool, especially in the fall when you get those 4 o'clock games, because they get to be kind of night games. And... You would get a little bit of the game where it's not swelter, you know, where, where you're not dying in your seat right. from the heat. So, uh, Chicago is on the list as well. Uh, Carolina, explain to me why they do that at the end of the season where you have multiple in division uh, matchups at the end of the season. Like what? So we play K- uh, Carolina December 26th and then again January 9th. And that seems to be the case always where we're doubling up on our division opponents right at the end of the season. And that just seems. So there's got to be a reason.
0: Well, yeah, I think it's for uh, the, the playoff push, obviously. But um, it seems weird to play them like what in twice in the span of three weeks. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just and it's always like that. It's not always Carolina, but it, in division yeah. they they stack those games at the end, and it, and it just never feels right. But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good. I am also excited. Uh, October 3rd, they will be going, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, September 26th, they'll be going to L.A., and I'm curious because I got mad love for Matthew Stafford, and I'll be curious to see uh, how that how that whole thing's going.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see them go up to Foxborough and have Tom Brady play up there as a Buccaneer, see what kind of reception he gets. Oh, man. Have you, what, what are your thoughts on what he gets? I think that it is an enormous eruption, and it is nothing but love. I would hope so. It'd be like when Michael Jordan was with the Washington Wizards and he went back to Chicago. You honor the GOAT for all the rings that he got you. Boston sports fans not exactly known for being the classiest bunch in the stadium. I would hope even those chowderheads would honor the GOAT by giving him a standing ovation. I
1: I would hope. Yeah, I mean, some things transcend loyalty. Yeah. You know I mean when you've got a guy who who did so much for that city, brought you so many rings, took you to the Super Bowl so many times. I mean that that should get you nothing but love for the rest of your life. And I understand it hurts to to see him come down here sure. and and become a buck and do so well and win another Super Bowl. But at the same time, everything he did, you've got to just you got to show the man love and and I think that's what'll happen. To cut- I'm, I'm seeing the uh I'm seeing the prices going around for oh those tickets. Oh my god, thousands. That's insane. I guess I get it. I mean, and I don't know that th- there has ever been a scenario, even in some of the uh sports and, and things that have played out with other athletes who have left. This feels like the biggest return of an athlete leaving their original team of all time. Maybe the only other thing would be LeBron going back to, to, to Cleveland at some yeah. point. But even then, Nowhere near the storied history, nowhere near the amount of championships, nowhere near the amount of storylines involving the coach. I mean, you know, they will be zoomed in on, oh, on Bill yeah. and Tom hoping to catch, uh, you know, something on a, on, a, on a hot mic or anything. So I'm looking forward to it. And I'm just ready for football to be back so
0: we can get our way back to the Super Bowl. And the Patriots drafted a quarterback, right? Yes.
1: That'll be very interesting to see what uh, what happens Mm. with uh, Cam Newton Mm. and uh, I'm forgetting. I'm drawing a blank on that kid's name. No, no, no. no, That that was um, he went to Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Yeah. Mac something Mac. Yeah, yeah, Mac something. Yeah, Yeah. there's a quarterback there though. That's all you need to know. Get ready to celebrate. The CDC is going to tell you what you can do with your life. Fully vaccinated people no longer need to wear a face mask or stay six feet away from others in most settings, whether outdoors or indoors. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said in an updated public health guidance uh, that was released a short time ago, I have uh, the audio of Doctor, the CDC director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, announcing this exciting news.
2: Today... CDC is updating our guidance for fully vaccinated people. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. If you are fully vaccinated, you can start doing the things that you had stopped doing because of the pandemic.
0: Oh, wow. Thank you, Doc. I feel good. So how are they going to tell I mean not for nothing but how are they going to tell the difference between who's vaccinated and who's just an anti-maxer?
1: Well, well I will well, I will tell you that it will maybe won't be so hard in other places because I don't know that we fully understand what these vaccine passports will be like. The place where that just won't even be able to exist is in Florida because they've already passed, you know, passed the law that you can't have a vaccine passport in Florida. So mm. it I honestly feel like we're getting to be a separate country right now, but I feel like we are living under a different set of rules and, and talking about, could you be punished for being somewhere without a mask? Could you not be punished? Right. The answer is you can't be punished because Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will pardon anyone in the Sunshine State who was charged for not wearing masks or not social distancing. He broke the news live on air to a uh, gym-owning couple sorry, who were facing jail time for defying... Coronavirus safety recommendations. The Republican governor made the unexpected announcement on Fox News yesterday as he decried county officials penalizing people, calling it a total overreach. These things with health should be advisory. They cannot be punitive. He broke the news of his pardon directly to Mike and Jill, Jillian Carnival, who faced up to 120 days in jail for repeatedly allowing people to forego masks at their gym in Plantation, which is in Broward County. He went on to say, I'm glad you have Mike and Jillian on and I'm glad to be able to say that effective tomorrow morning, I'm going to sign a reprieve under my constitutional authority. So that will delay the case for 60 days against both of them. And then when our clemency board meets in the coming weeks, we'll issue pardons not only for Mike and Jillian, but for any Floridian that has an outstanding infraction for things like masks and social distancing. (laughs) Dude, Ronnie D, man, he just one thing you cannot say about Ron DeSantis. This dude is doing something every day, no yeah. matter what anybody wants to say about him. And there's a lot you can say. He's definitely not lazy because the guy is making the news, signing bills, and doing crazy <laughs> stuff every single day of the week in a di- And he does it. He announces it all from different parts of the of the state, and you know where was he? Rusty Bellies and Tarpon Springs. Oh the other my day. God! Yeah, you've never been to Rusty Bellies. I've never been. Dude, that's but, a landmark. But it, it's interesting that he's 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 always at a place like that. He's always at a, at a diner or a different bar or restaurant. Yeah, he and, knows Florida. And he's always got something to announce. And let's keep that theme running. Uh, appearing at a Volusia County eatery, Governor Ron DeSantis signed into law a bill that makes a permanent and popular COVID-19 emergency order allowing restaurants to sell alcoholic drinks with take-home meals. It's officially official. It's. He went on to say, "It's probably the most difficult year that the restaurant industry has had to face, certainly in recent times." And because of that, we want to make sure restaurants keep thriving, and that's
0: why to go booze is here to stay. What uh? What Volusia County eatery was he at? Does it um, say hooligans? Hooligans. Hooligans. All
1: right, Daytona Beach. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Well, it says Volusia County. Yeah. I
0: think I've been there. Hooligans. What's your favorite bar in uh Daytona area? Uh I like lollipops. It's a it's a strip club, but it's really a fun strip club. Oh, it looks like this is in uh Port Orange. Okay. I don't think I've been there then. Yeah. Hooligans. You really should check out Rusty Belly's waterfront grill. I love a waterfront grill. Oh. I really do. It just it gets kind of busy, especially on weekend nights. Uh, but they have some uh, I believe corn fritters that are incredible, and they also have fried Brussels sprouts for an appetizer. Ooh, fried Brussels yeah. sprouts. Yeah. Like breaded and fried, or just like fried and crispy? Um, crispy sprouts tossed in a garlicky parm dressing topped with grated Parmesan Ooh, and lemon. Ooh, garlicky parm. Yeah, they're, I'm telling you, it's a solid menu, and their seafood's Exceptional. So this next story, Drew, I'm just going to come right out and say it. It's
1: going to hit close to home in, oh. in more ways than one because right. it takes uh, at least the general area in what you in where you live, and then it includes an animal that I feel like you've kind of been a defender of for many years that is wreaking havoc oh. in your neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, families in a neighborhood in West Chase say that the turkey vultures are invading the area and tearing up their homes. Uh, speaking to WFLA resident Julie Oliveri. Says the neighborhood is overrun with the birds, which have been multiplying ever since they showed up years ago. We could have 20 to 25 vultures on the roof. They land on the screens. Their feathers are over the roof. Their droppings are all over the place. People in the neighborhood say the birds are damaging houses and getting more aggressive with pets and kids. Uh Another neighbor says, sometimes I get really scared. They just start aggressively squawking. That's coming from a nine-year-old. They are destroying our neighborhood and our property values.
0: We want them gone. I've seen the neighborhood Facebook posts about these. Is this is it your neighborhood? No, but my neighborhood likes to comment on yeah. things that are happening in nearby right. neighborhoods. It's a tough one because you spend a lot of money on your house and on property taxes in West Chase. Yeah. But at the same time, those birds were there first. And those birds are the custodians of nature. When there is roadkill, they pick it apart. They're gross looking, but I love buzzards. Yeah,
1: I mean, I will tell you, having having spent an extensive amount of time uh, working in the back uh, garage here that's behind the station, so the buzzards love to live on top of those garages, and they also live all up and uh, down the tower that is in the back parking lot. That smell... I don't even know yeah. how to explain to you what it smells like. It is it is a mix of number one, number two, and death. I mean, that is the only way I can explain the way that these birds, when they're all together in one place, smell. So to think if that was happening on my roof or in my neighborhood, uh, fun fact, turkey vultures are protected by the
0: Migratory Bird Act of 1918, yep. so nobody can touch them. You can't shoot a slingshot at them or you'll go to jail. You you don't mess with those things. So supposedly,
1: and this sounds like something that somebody would say just to get everybody to calm down, but there's no truth behind it. Supposedly, the U.S. Department of Agriculture is going to remove the, the birds, but the process mm. uh, will take weeks, if not months. Mm. So, I mean, I, I don't want to be a turkey. I mean, you, they're cool. I mean, I understand they have a place, but I also don't want to be a wild turkey vulture wrangler. Like, that no. seems... They got those nasty beaks. They got those big
0: old talons. Uh, yeah, they smell. They're re- I mean, they they're eat gross. the worst crap, but there's something so beautiful about the function that they provide for nature. Oh, they're so gross. I, I, I love understand. watching them tear up a, an armadillo yeah. or a possum. Yeah, that is cool.
1: Yeah, But they do smell.
0: Uh, we touched on the Ellen stuff. So she is,
1: yeah. it's being said that she's canceling herself, which maybe that's what's happening. But, you know, I don't know that there's a handbook for how you react or how you, what you say when you have been quote unquote canceled. If you'll remember all sorts of people were coming out of the woodwork saying that, that this was a toxic workplace environment, that she was terrible to people that she didn't, Honestly, some of my takeaways were that a lot of bad things were happening and she just was not around. Like she didn't know of it or didn't care to know any of it. So she spoke to the Today Show uh, about the fact she's leaving her own show. And to me, I think she's going to pop up doing something else soon. To me, this whole thing, this whole I'm leaving my own show thing is that is so that she can say what she really thinks. And she absolutely did that uh, this morning. Here's the audio.
2: You know, I mean, it was devastating. I am a kind person. I am a person who likes to make people happy. I just kept saying to to Portia, I was like, if if I was a fan of somebody and even if I loved them, I would think there must be some truth to it because it's not stopping. And then right on the heels of that, I hear in the, I read in the press that there's a toxic work environment, which, I mean, I had no idea, never saw anything that would even point to that. Did you feel like you were being canceled? I mean I really didn't understand it. I still don't understand it. It was too orchestrated, it was too coordinated. And you know, people get picked on but for four months straight for me and then for you know, for me to read in the press about a toxic work environment when when all I've ever heard from every guest that comes on the show is what a happy atmosphere this is and how what a happy place it is. There are probably people who are thinking, How could you not know? And if you didn't know, should you have known? I I don't know how I could have known when there's 255 employees here and there are a lot of different buildings, unless I literally, you know, stayed here, you know, until the last person goes home at night. It is my name on the show, so clearly it affects me and I have to be the one to stand up and say, this can't be tolerated. But I do wish somebody would have come to me and said, hey, something's going on that you should know about. It's not the.
1: That's an interesting. That's an interesting avenue. And, and then the other, the other comment uh, that comes a little later is, is is that it was misogynistic. The attack on her was misogynistic. So I mean, is there is there anything noble when it comes to pushing back against cancel culture? Because I don't like. I never really liked Ellen that much in the first place. And then once you find out that she's pretty much fake, if you want to believe what people say, it makes you dislike her more. But there is almost something refreshing about somebody not just, you know, willing to take their punishment and take the public court of opinion and say, okay, that's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm going to go with. And to push back, even if it's a lie,
0: it's surprising from her. Um It's surprising that she pushed back. The way she pushed back is very unsympathetic and I think makes her come off as almost um, she's trying to play the victim. And if you think just because the famous superstar celebrity guests who come on your show and say they were treated well, they're not going to see the real Culture yeah, there. I, I did find that comment to be
1: maybe the most tone deaf thing I've ever heard. That, yeah. Oh, the guests that come here that we probably exist to do nothing more than to make sure they're happy, they thought everything was great. So how could it be bad if the guest didn't ever say anything? I just think that is, that's like a false equivalency. How, why, why would the guest? know if there was trouble I mean what what is a guest experience like on a talk show like that other than probably being spoiled in a green room and I don't even mean that in a
0: bad way and then going on stage and why would you have to say that you're a kind person if you have to tell other people that you are a kind person that doesn't mean anything
1: yeah there are a lot of things about it that was that was bad And, and I guess maybe just just that little shred of Having the balls enough to not take your punishment and accept it, I find admirable. But at the same time, I think it's probably all true, and and this will look worse for her in the long run. But like I said, I can see her letting this, you know, incarnation of the show die, and then she comes back maybe a little bit edgier with something else in a in, in a couple yeah. of years or or you get something. the real Ellen something. You know, yeah. just because I think she also her her persona. You touched on it time and time again today. Her persona, it makes it 10 times worse. Right. If she's ball-busting, keeping it real Ellen, who I think exists when you look at her old stand-up oh, yeah. stuff. I mean, she was she was raunchy and pushed the envelope. If that's the Ellen we see every day, then maybe this, I don't think it goes unnoticed, uh-uh. but it's not as shocking and it doesn't seem so hypocritical. Correct. Now you reinvent yourself, a little more edge, a little more grit. When people find out you're a wretched bitch, it doesn't matter as much, <laughs> I guess. good point. Uh, man, this, I'm not saying I ever want to be in the middle of, of a situation like this, but when I think of a situation like this, I envision a movie and I just wonder how someone like you or myself or Spencer or Joey Flash would, would act if, if they were in the middle of something that looked straight out of a movie. Hillsboro deputies are searching for a man suspected of beating and kidnapping a victim in Sefner. The sheriff's office says 32-year-old Cody Jackson got into a fight with the victim at a home on King Charles Circle around 11 a.m. Sunday. Investigators said Jackson grabbed a piece of wood and hit the victim on the head and then forced her into a 2003 silver Mitsubishi Eclipse. Before driving away, they stopped at one point. So Jackson could tie the victim's ankles and wrist with extension cords. That's according to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. So Jackson drove to Citrus County and stopped at a sit-go station in Inverness. While inside the store, the victim was able to break free from his restraints, at least some of them. And the clerk at the store said that he ran out trying to stop the victim from escaping the store clerk says he's seen that the girl that he had bound in the car escaping and he started running out the door while he was running out the door. She was running to my private door that was locked. So she opened the door and let the girl in as quick as could be locking the door behind him. And then the dude just pretty much took off. But I mean, what do you do if you see a girl escaping from a back seat, bound hands? And I mean, you almost feel my first thought would be that I'm being punked. That, it, that right. it's, a, you know, it's something from a Borat movie that's being filmed or something. You just don't believe that you're actually going to see a human being <laughs> with their hands and feet tied escaping from the back seat of a, of, of a vehicle. True that. Uh, she had extension cords around her arms. Her hair was matted with blood. And all I wanted to do was get her safe into the store. That's coming from the woman who saved her life. Deputy said the man then fled the area after realizing the victim had escaped. The vehicle was later uh, located near the intersection of US-41 North and Sunset set lane in Tampa uh the victim was taken to Citrus Memorial Hospital and is recovering. So hey, if you're going to if you're going to take uh you know the risk of abducting someone and tying them up, that comes with the risk of them getting loose. It's true. You got a maybe a taser? Uh yeah, I just say don't tie anybody up maybe. Well, yeah, but I mean if you had to tie someone up. I mean, you don't. Yeah, you don't. Um I'm trying to think if putting your money where your mouth is when it comes to vaccinations should make us feel good or make us feel bad. All right. Because vaccinated kids and adults will have separate lotteries offering them high-dollar incentives to get the COVID-19 shot. Five adults will win $1 million each over several weeks, hmm. while vaccinated kids aged 12 to 17 have the chance at five four-year scholarships with all expenses paid to an Ohio-run university i mean how does like what is the the first thing you think of when you realize they're going to give away millions and millions of dollars right to to
0: get people to get vaccinated like what's the first thought first thought is where does this money come from okay second thought is shame on us for not believing in herd immunity enough to want to get vaccinated third thought is this has the opposite effect on me It makes me want to get vaccinated less that you're allowing me to enter into a lottery.
1: Well, yeah, it just it's something about it, although it, it's not cheap when you're throwing that many millions of dollars, right. it feels to cheapen it. And it's just, I'd like to believe that they're just, this is so important to the general health of society that we're willing, this is Ohio, by the way. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're so worried that we're willing to throw millions of dollars at this problem, but, but it also just rings of oh my God, we cannot get anybody to take this damn vaccine. We're going to have to start paying people to take it if we're going to get people to take it.
0: I think it's a knee-jerk reaction to the fact that so f- the, like we're at maximum yeah. capacity. The people who have wanted to get it have gotten it, and anybody who hasn't gotten it doesn't want to get it. Yeah, I
1: think you're absolutely right. Here's the announcement uh, from the governor of the, uh, the lotteries.
2: On Wednesday, May 26, we will announce the winner of a drawing of all those 17-year-olds and under who have been vaccinated, and the winner will receive a full four-year scholarship to any one of our state universities. This will include tuition, room and board, and books. Now, let's talk about adults. On May 26th, we will announce a winner of a separate drawing for adults, adults who have received at least their first dose of the vaccine. This announcement will occur each Wednesday for five weeks, and the winner each Wednesday will receive $1 million.
1: I would be curious to know, without knowing how many people are going, this is going to be an incentive for, how much more likely you are to win this money than you would be to play the actual lottery. Because we wow. know, I think this will turn a lot of people off, personally, right. but I think that... <laughs> If you really want to win a million dollars, I would think if not that many people are doing it, you might have a pretty good chance of winning a million bucks. I, mean, I would say five so. Five weeks in a row, they're going to draw from a group of people that clearly is, is a you know, they're struggling to get the people in the first place. So I, I don't think that everybody who's unvaccinated in the state of Ohio is going to go,
0: okay, let's do this. Let's get this cheddar. So hey, maybe you got a, maybe you got a good chance. I think it's going to achieve its goal of getting people who wouldn't normally get vaccinated to get vaccinated yeah i mean money uh money works yeah i mean it it really
1: does uh and lastly just real quickly uh, i don't understand uh seven uh new york yankees players uh fully vaccinated uh have tested positive for COVID 19
0: well you can still get it if you've been vaccinated just can't pass it on right okay i'm not a doctor 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025 what's up james welcome to drew grabo live
1: Hey, how you doing, guys? Great Good. show. Thanks, James. Um, I wanted to comment on the divisional a couple things, but the first thing is the divisional games at the end of the season. Yeah, I always thought in the past that they just have those games just to help decide who's the division winner. You know, if yeah. the games makes more sense to be at the end of the season. They're at their best. The best team, best team wins. You know, for that division.
0: That makes sense. Now, the
1: second thing is, you know, with this five million that the ransom company got is there a way to trace that money back somehow? You know, is that a possibility?
0: Well, I would say that the uh, the people who asked for the ransomware probably do a really good job of encrypting yeah. how that money well, gets delivered. Well, well, that's the other thing, and I don't know we're going to talk about
1: it, but they they then once they got the money, they like gifted the company with the encryption tools to be able to get their own business back up and running. Oh, so, I mean, I think that oh. the average person can't wrap their head around the technological genius that. It,
0: yeah, has to come along with being able to hack a company like that. True, and we'll cover that well, in uh, today's It's Okay, It's that. Not Okay. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Hi, Colin. Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hi, Colin. Lou my in over at Judita
1: uh, into the best wings in Florida. So, you guys mentioned Ronnie D being over at Hooligans up in Port uh, yeah. Orange earlier. Yeah. Uh, the original Hooligans is in Ormond Beach. It's right around the corner from my house. Honestly, oh. best wings in the state. Next time you find yourself in Belushi County, stop by.
0: All right. They're called Wally Wings. They do uh, Wally Wings. They fry them first, toss them in sauce, grill them. Oh, man. That's what uh, that's what Gators does with that scooter sauce, and uh, that's those are pretty damn good Yeah, wings. Scooter sauce is a... Uh... But they closed, didn't they? Because of the pandemic didn't all the Gators close? No, not all of them. No, no, no. They just
1: closed that one that was over by uh, USF. Uh-oh. I actually went to one not that long ago over in uh, Leesburg. Yeah, they yeah. still got them over there. Yeah, in the Lake. Uh, uh,
0: Deland? Is that where the other one is? Yeah. Yeah. They're in Orlando, in Lake Mary. They got oh, a bunch yeah. of them over there. Gators uh, strong. Coming up next on Drew Grabo Live. Nobody really likes wearing masks. Except for a very select group of ladies. This is a very interesting story that is also a very sad statement about how creepy and scummy guys can be when it comes to how we treat and perceive women. We've got that for you next. First, a word from John Senning.
1: Medi weight loss has helped me lose weight like I never thought I could. At some point when you've got a bunch of extra weight, you kind of just give up. You think this is the way it's going to be and I'm going to eat like crap and feel like crap and that's the way it's going to be. But Medi weight loss can not only help you lose the weight, they can help you change the way you think about losing weight. And for me, when I go in every week and I meet with the doctor, I step on that scale, I get the good news. It motivates me to want to lose more weight and they want to give you the opportunity to do the same with a free assessment. If you go to start Medi.com startmedy.com slash 1025. It's startmedy.com slash 1025. Or call 877 MedLoss. You can get the free assessment. They've got locations in South Tampa, Brandon, Lutz, and Clearwater. So hopefully one near you so you can lose the weight you never thought you could. And if they ask, make sure you tell them that you heard John Senning talking about it on Drew Garabo Live. You are listening to Drew Garabo Live on 102.5 Bone.